Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of the book entitled Teachings of Lord Chaitanya written by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and we are Shravanam Diaries podcast I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi yes we're continuing introduction yesterday we stopped at such a um, crucial point where Shla Prabhupada was explaining how many householders among Lord Chaitanya's closest associates they remained with Maya, they were married and they lived in such a way that they were not subject to illusion with his followers in the renounced order however Lord Chaitanya was very strict continuing he even banished junior Haridas an important Kirtan leader for glancing lustfully at a young woman the Lord told him you're living with me in the renounced order and yet you are looking at a woman with lust other devotees of the Lord appealed to him to forgive Haridas but he replied all of you can forgive him and live with him I shall live alone. On the other hand, when the Lord learned that the wife of one of his householder devotees was pregnant, he asked that the baby be given a certain auspicious name. So while the Lord approved of householders having regulated sex, he was like a thunderbolt with those in the renounced order who tried to cheat by the method known as drinking water under water while bathing on a fast day. In other words, he tolerated no hypocrisy among his followers. Jai. From the Chaitanya Charitamrita we learn how Lord Chaitanya taught people to break the shackles of Maya and become immortal. Thus, as mentioned above, the title may be properly translated as the character of the living force in immortality. The supreme living force is the supreme personality of Godhead. He is also the supreme entity. There are innumerable living entities and all of them are individuals. This is very easy to understand. We are all individual in our thoughts and desires. And the Supreme Lord is also an individual person. He is different though. In that he is the leader, the one whom no one can excel. Among the minute living entities, one being can excel another in one capacity or another. Like each of these living entities, the Lord is also an individual, but he is different in that he is the supreme individual. God is also 
infallible, and thus in the Bhagavad Gita he is addressed as Achyuta, which means he who never falls down. This name is appropriate because in the Bhagavad Gita Arjuna falls into illusion, but Krishna does not. Krishna himself reveals his infallibility when he says to Arjuna, When I appear in this world, I do so by my own internal potency. This is from Bhagavad Gita 4.6. Thus, we should not think that Krishna is overpowered by the material potency when he is in the material world. Neither Krishna nor his incarnations ever come under the control of material nature. They are totally free. Indeed, in Srimad Bhagavatam, one who has a godly nature is actually defined as one who is not affected by the modes of material nature, although in material nature. It's just beautiful, isn't it? To not be affected. It's I hope one day we shall also advance. If even a devotee can attain this freedom, then what to speak of the Supreme Lord? The real question is, how can we remain unpolluted by material contamination while in the material world? Srila Rupa Goswami explains that we can remain uncontaminated while in the world if we simply make it our ambition to serve Krishna. Ambition. So, ambition defines whether we're contaminated or not. Hmm. One may then justifiably ask, how can I serve? It is not simply a matter of meditation, which is just an activity of the mind, but of performing practical work for Krishna. Practical work. In such work, we should leave no resource unused. Jai. Whatever is there, whatever we have should be used for Krishna. We can use everything, typewriters, automobiles, airplanes, missiles, missiles. If we simply speak to people about Krishna consciousness, we are also rendering service. If our mind, speech, senses, money and energies are thus engaged in the service of Krishna, then we are no longer in material nature. By virtue of spiritual consciousness or Krishna consciousness, we transcend the platform of material nature. It is a fact that Krishna, his expansions and his devotees, that is those who work for him, are not in material nature. Although people with a poor fund of knowledge 
think that they are. The Chaitanya Charitamrita teaches that the spirit soul is immortal and that our activities in the spiritual world are also immortal. The Mayavadis who hold the view that the Absolute is impersonal and formless contend that a realized soul has no need to talk. But the Vaishnavas, devotees of Krishna, contend that when one reaches the stage of realization, he really begins to talk. Previously, we only talked of nonsense, the Vaishnava says. Now, let us begin our real talks, talks of Krishna. In support of their view that the self-realized remain silent, the Mayavadis are fond of using the example of the water pot, maintaining that when a pot is not filled with water, it makes a sound, but that when it is filled with water, it makes no sound. But are we water pots? Can, how can we be compared to them? A good analogy utilizes as many similarities between two objects as possible. A water pot is not an active living force, but we are. Ever silent meditation may be adequate for a water pot, but not for us. Indeed, when a devotee realizes how much he has to say about Krishna, 24 hours in a day are not sufficient. It is the fool who is celebrated as long as he does not speak, for when he breaks his silence, his lack of knowledge is exposed. The Chaitanya Charitamrita shows that there are many wonderful things to discover by glorifying the Supreme. Glorifying the Supreme. Yeah. That's beautiful. In the beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna Dasa Kaviraja Goswami writes, I offer my respects to my spiritual masters. He uses the plural here to indicate the disciplic succession. He offers obeisances not to his spiritual master alone, but he offers obeisances to the whole parampara, the chain of disciplic succession, beginning with Lord Krishna himself. Thus, the author addresses the Guru in the plural to show the highest respect for all his predecessor, spiritual masters. After offering obeisances to the disciplic succession, the author pays obeisances to all other devotees, to the Lord himself, to his incarnations, to the expansions of Godhead and to the manifestation of Krishna's internal energy. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, sometimes called Krishna Chaitanya, is the embodiment of all of these. He is God, God, Guru, Devotee, 
incarnation, internal energy, and expansion of God. As his associate Nityananda, he is the first expansion of God. And today is Balaram Purnima, and Lord Balaram is the first expansion of Shri Krishna. Jai Balaram. Balaram and Nityananda, same person. Mm-hmm. So, Nityananda is the first expansion of God. As Advaita, he is an incarnation. As Gadadhar, he is the internal potency. And as Srivasa, he is the marginal living entity in the role of a devotee. Thus, Krishna should not be thought of as being alone, but should be considered as eternally existing with all his manifestations, as described by Ramanuja Acharya. In the Vishishtadvaita philosophy, God's energies, expansions and incarnations are considered to be oneness in diversity. In other words, God is not separate from all of these. Everything together is God. Actually, the Chaitanya Charitamrita is not intended for the novice, for it is the postgraduate study of spiritual knowledge. Ideally, one begins with the Bhagavad Gita and advances through Srimad Bhagavatam to the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Although all these great scriptures are on the same absolute level, for the sake of comparative study, the Chaitanya Charitamrita is considered to be on the highest platform. Every verse in it is perfectly composed. Jai, so we will stop here for today and tomorrow we shall begin, continue with the introduction and uh, Srila Prabhupada would be explaining the second verse of Chaitanya Chiritamrita. Jai, so thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please read it along with us and share it, share it with your friends and happy Balaram Purnima everyone. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow.